Hello everybody, it's Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Welcome to the show. In today's show, I'm going to be going over the Lakers' potential coaching candidates. Lakers are interviewing Tyron Lue on Friday for the head coaching vacancy. What do I think about that? I think it would be a good addition to the Lakers because Tyron Lue has that veteran leadership and he knows how to play with LeBron and he knows how to get guys... To play for him with Luke Wong, that didn't happen. And speaking of Luke Wong, congratulations, Luke Wong, on your new coaching job in Sacramento. Good luck to you, and uh, see you see you this season. But anyway, Tyron Lue has players play for him, and it's going to be a great addition if we pick him. But also, there's another coaching candidate out there, Monty Williams. Monty Williams has that would be a great addition as well because, um. He has that veteran leadership as well, like Tyron Lue. He gets guys to play for him. And LeBron James played with, or Monty Williams coached him in the Olympics a couple of years ago. So they have already have that chemistry and uh, and stuff like that. And um, also, there's a one that I kind of scratched my head about. Jawan Howard. I don't know if Jawan Howard would be a good coach. It's basically just another, would be another Luke Walton. Um, a, a coach, a player coach that has no experience. We need to stop Laker Nation. We need to stop getting these, stop interviewing these players and play. They used to be players and coaches. We have to implement somebody that was a veteran in the coaching realm or an assistant coach. So we can, we just need to get coaches that know the game of basketball, not know player that's been around the league and all that stuff. We need to. Get a veteran coach, and I think at the end of the day, after Rob Palinka is doing the coaching search by himself, along with Jeannie Buss and Kurt Remis' wife, um, I think at the end of the day, if you ask me who do you think we're going to get, if you get my gut feeling is we're going to get Tyron Lue. Because Tyron Lue, Tyron Lue is if somebody that we need. He won championship in Cleveland with LeBron, Kyrie Irving, but he knows, like I said, he knows how to get along with LeBron, and that'd be good chemistry for us. And I wouldn't be surprised if another coaching uh, interview pops up at another because there's only Jer- uh, Jawan Howard, Monty Williams, and Tyler. I wouldn't be surprised if like Byron Shaw gets an opportunity, or Byron Scott, or all those old Laker coaches, but. I would I would go for like if you ask me like who can you pick outside of those players or outside of those coaches I would have to go with Mark Jackson because Mark Jackson is old school he's not gonna let LeBron bully him Mark Jackson will talk back Mark Jackson will get engaged with LeBron in terms of he will be aggressive talking back and, and players played for Mark Jackson in Golden State Stephen Curry Jermon Green Clay Thompson and Mark Jackson was a good coach. Oh, he only made the playoffs once a couple times. Yeah, he did, but he never got that fair share. So, let him get another share, and we'll be back better than ever. Now, we got to get into the Magic Johnson stepping in. I know I made a podcast about that, but uh, sucks that he stepped down because I really thought we are going to get back to the promise line with him and all that stuff. Um, I said I trust Magic Johnson. I trust Magic Johnson and his ability to get superstars, but that was prior. This was all season I was saying that. 
Now, since he's not there anymore, I don't know. I don't know. It's 50-50 right now. We have to see if we're going to get another person in the basketball player of operations. And Lakers, listen to me, please. Don't get somebody that was a former Laker player. Unless it's Kobe, cool. But don't go f go with somebody that's experienced in the basketball, a player of operations. We need that mindset like a R.C. Buford, a Sam Presti, a Dale Morey, a Jerry West. All those great, great, great basketball player of operations that have the great mindset of to get us back to where we need to be. But I don't know if we're going to get one. Because I saw a report that the Lakers might not hire a basketball player of operations and just let Rob run run both. And Jeannie um, should hire somebody from the basketball player of operations. If I was the Lakers, if I was Jeannie Buss, you know how to go for? I would try R.C. Buford. Just try it. If you get an interview with him, then who knows what will happen. You know what I mean? So it's going to be interesting to see what the Lakers do. And it's kind of crazy that we went from Magic Johnson to no basketball payroll operations. And Magic Johnson should have stayed because he should never even step down. Because I understand why he stepped down. Laker Nation is because everything he did would get scrutinized and he would get fined. He was just tired of the, the media. The media... And people around the NBA, like, he basically, he said that, I think, at the end of the day, I think he the NBA ran him out, out the building. I know there's rumors about friction, the Lakers organization with him and Rob Palinka, people stabbing him back, and all this bull stuff. No, I don't believe it one bit, because I really, really honestly think that the reason Magic Johnson stepped down is because Magic Johnson wanted to fire Luke and Rob, and Jeannie said no. And probably Magic said, okay, if you gave me power to run the Lakers, then how come when I want to do my job, you won't let me? If you don't, I thought you gave me power. So he probably said, okay, Jeannie, if you don't want to give me power, I'm out. So that's that, That's why I see. Not bashing Jeannie, this is what I see, you know? So it's going to be really, really, really interesting to see who we get and all that stuff. And um, now I want to go into... What do the what do the Lakers need in free agency? Some superstars like a Kevin Durant, a Clay, and if we do not get those Clay Thompson, Kyrie Irving's, we need to go for those B players: Chris Middleton, Jimmy Butler, Kemba Walker. If we got a Kemba Walker with LeBron and a Chris Middleton, it'd be decent. He's a great shooter, and y'all gonna think I'm crazy? Chris Middleton reminds me of a Paul George. So, it's very interesting to see what the Lakers are going to do this offseason. And also, we should be an attractive destination, Laker Nation. Because let me tell you this. We got cap space, a lottery pick, a, a coach a, a, a coach that might be there, might not. So, we have, and we're going to have cap space. And we have good young talent like Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo, Josh Hart. And all these, and, um, and Mo Wagner and a group of young guys. That improved each at the high level. And um, these young guys that proved, proved at the high, highest level improved. But at the end of the day, if you ask me, Big Baby Jonathan, do you think we'll get a superstar? I say 50-50. Because well, it all depends on who we get as basketball player of operations. 
And I don't get the nonsense. Like I saw a report today that the Lakers are are hesitant to hire Tyron Lue because if they do, then that means LeBron has power or control power. Really, LeBron James gets criticized for everything. We need to hire somebody. Who cares if, like, if we hire Tyron Lue, doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? It means, it means that. It means that. We need if we hire Tyron Lue, that doesn't mean LeBron said it. It means that he fits our mold and fits our system and fits what the Lakers are looking for. So I don't get what the nonsense of oh my god, LeBron LeBron fired Luke. No, Rob Polinka did. And they mutually agreed to part ways, so stop blaming LeBron for Magic John stepping down. I know it was a shell shock, but I kinda understand at the same time. It's gonna be really like I said, it's going to be really interesting, to say the least, Laker Nation, because this season, I'm about to dive into the Lakers season, like this season, a, a grade. It was an F. And if you ask me why it was an F, because it was injury season, injury season, injury season, drama, speculation, gossip, nonsense, Lakers didn't get good chemistry, the Lakers were fifth, um, Fourth in the West, prior to LeBron bringing it out, and they went a little bit of a slump and all this. I give it an F. Disaster. Disappointing. Heartbreaking. Angry. But I got to look at some positives. Brandon Ingram has improved his his game, ability to get to the rim. And before he got injured, he was averaging 27 points per game prior to the All-Star break. Same with Lonzo, not 27 points per game, but like before he got injured, he was averaging 10 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, and he was being aggressive, being engaged, shooting the ball well, getting to the basket. So his game has improved tremendously, and I saw him, I heard that he's going to practice his free throws, and I'm telling you, Laker Nation, Lonzo's going to be great. I know you haters out there saying he's a bust. He, we, Lakers were 6th in defense with him. I think 6th or 5th in defense. And when he was, wasn't was there, 26. So Lonzo Ball does have an impact on our defense in terms of in terms of the ability to guard full court and press and steal the ball and all that stuff, get rebounds and deflect in the passing lane and, and stuff like that. And um, same with Kuzma. Kuzma has, Kuzma has improved this season. I give Lonzo a C, and I give Kuzma a, a, a C or a B, B minus. Kuzma has improved on his jumper, his post move, his rebounding, and I want him to slow down when he's in transition because he likes to go dribble, 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 iso spin like a Kobe. Slow it down, slow it down, Kuzma. But you have improved tremendously on your game, and that's going to be something interesting to see what you work on this offseason. Hopefully you get bulked up. Get more meat on you, so you can attack the basketball and dunk on man, dunk on fools. Because you had a lot, of, you had a lot of plays, highlights that you dunked the ball and then get it in. You know what I mean? So it's gonna be interesting to see what we do with this young talent. Hopefully they stay, but at the end of the day, if they don't, it's a business. These Laker Laker Nation, let me talk to you real quick about these young assets that we have. If we trade them, it's a business. And don't complain and cry. Oh my God, I miss Lonzo. But you're bashing Lonzo a lot all year, Lakers fans. 
But as soon as you get shit, y'all love them. Come on now, like, y'all have to understand it's a business. We are, whatever the Lakers front office does, I trust them to ability. I trust Raplinka, Genie Bus to get this team back to where it needs to be. But if we trade these young guys, that means they weren't part of our future. Maybe they were, maybe they changed their mind, but we're going to do what's best for the team. And if the Lakers decide to trade these young assets, then so be it. I'm willing to trade these young assets to get a superstar, to get us back to a contention, because I'm fucking tired of not beating the playoffs. This is a sixth straight season, and I'm tired of watching my team. I mean, excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. My bad, Laker Nation. I didn't mean to say that. But uh, I am tired of what not. I'm tired of not being in the playoffs. I am tired of not being in the playoffs. Six straight seasons, Laker Nation, that we have been missing the playoffs, and I'm tired of not. I am just tired of missing the playoffs. It's just that simple, Laker Nation. Um, we have we hold high standard. Um, like when we got LeBron James, I'm gonna go back to the beginning of the season. When we got LeBron James, my expectations Western Conference Finals. And then injuries happen and all this stuff, and it's we we can't do anything about it. Like the only thing I wish I could go back on that we could still be good. I wish LeBron never got injured. If LeBron never got injured, we'd be in the playoffs. Luke would still have a job and all that stuff. So I give the season a complete failure, but there's some positive. Luke um, Lonzo's improved, Ingram's improved, Kuzma, Josh Hart, Mo Wagner, and. Um, Alex Caruso, we need to give him another opportunity. He would been balling since everybody was out for the season. He was been balling, you know what I mean. So I really like his game. He's a better version of Steve Blake. But um, also, there's playoffs right now. Um, I didn't get my playoff predictions, but I'm gonna give it to you right here. Golden State's going three P. I know they gave up a 31 point lead against the Clippers. It happens. They'll bounce back, and they're gonna be playing the. Toronto Raptors in the NBA Finals. So, I got Toronto going to the Finals, but I got Golden State winning 4-2, winning the NBA Championship, Kevin Durant's going to win the MVP, and they're going to they're gonna be ex- pretend to be excited, bro. Nobody's challenging Golden State. I know the Clippers won, but Stephen A. Smith, if you're listening to this, don't you ever say the Clippers are a contender just because of that one game. Are you serious? Come on now. Just because the Clippers came back down 31, how's that a contender? If you were a contender, you'd be up in the high... High seed, like a two, three, four, five, not no eight seed. An eight seed will never be a contender. So I don't know why you assume that just because of that one game. Come on. And Clipper fans, you're not winning that series. So quit talking mess about me. Or quit talking mess to me on Twitter. Y'all going to be with sitting, sitting at home with us. So one, two, three, Cancun. So I've been, I got Clipper fans, if you're listening to this, I got a couch. I got some chips. I got some beer. When you guys lose 4-1, come join us on the couch with, and watch the rest of the playoffs with us. Because that's what you're going to be doing. And you do not run the city of Los Angeles. I don't care what you say, Clipper Darrow, Marcel Swiley, and all those Clipper fans think they run L.A. You don't. Okay. Patrick Beverly said they run L.A. If you run L.A., win a fucking championship this season. Don't say you run L.A. and not win a championship. Lakers and Los Angeles is all about championships. Not saying that you're um, running the city of Los Angeles. You have to prove it. You can't just say it. I am tired of people saying that the Clippers run LA. They don't run anything. Oh my God, they're in the playoffs. 
Okay, they're going to lose 4-1. Does that mean they run LA? No. That means they're fucking garbage. I hate the Clippers. They're not going to do anything. They should go back to San Diego. They don't deserve to be in LA. Because I'm pissed off about... I am pissed off as Clipper fans. Because they're just running their mouth. They're running their mouth. Oh, we, we beat the Lakers. Okay, cool, you beat us. But you do not run LA. If you, ran, if you win a championship... If you win six... If you win seven... Okay, Clipper fans, listen to me right now. If you win... 17 championships, then you would run LA, but you're not gonna run LA. Lakers own that, own own that town, own that Staples Center. Y'all gonna be going to Inglewood, so stop saying that you run L- run LA. It's Laker Nation. Lakers run LA. I'm gonna end this Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast show. Follow me on Twitter, Big Baby Jonathan. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Big Baby Jonathan. Follow me on Instagram, BigBabyJonathan underscore. And if you want to be on my podcast, just give me a call or text me. We can set up a date and time for you to be on my podcast. And until until then, NBA fans out there, Laker Nation out there, peace out. Have a good one.